breathing in air the fake ain't phony they're just seeing impaired because you believe what you see or believe what ain't there the real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair because greedy people seem welcome to the voices in my head the intro and outro music is west and coast by the high council you can check them out on soundcloud Welcome back. If you've been enjoying my podcast and YouTube channel, please hit that like and subscribe button. Really appreciate it. Came across an interesting article, and this is kind of scary when we understand the implications of it. I am on Kitco.com. Now, Kitco is a precious metal site. It has a lot of good articles about gold and silver and other precious metals. Also has the charts and different market indications or different market factors of the precious metal market. This article is dated July 7th, 2020. The headline is Russia confirms BRICS will create a gold back currency. The gold market could see new bullish momentum as the world could see a new type of gold standard. Friday, according to state run RT, which is Russian Times, the Russian government has confirmed that Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, also known as BRICS nations, will introduce a new trading currency backed by gold. The official announcement is expected to be made during the BRICS summit in August in South Africa. And then they have a tweet from a William Middlecoop. No idea who this person is. Tweet says, there you go. It's official. BRICS planning to introduce new trading currency backed by gold at August summer. Gold standard will be a great benefit to strengthen single currency. 41 countries have applied for a BRICS membership. That is huge. The latest news is adding new momentum to the ongoing de-dollarization trend unfolding in the global economy. Since mid-2022, central banks worldwide have been buying gold at a historic pace in part to diversify their reserves away from the U.S. dollar. For many analysts, a gold-backed currency is the next evolution in this process. Many analysts have seen China's recent gold purchases as an attempt to bring international credibility to the yuan. At the same time, the U.S. government's weapon of the U.S. dollar against Russia for invading Ukraine has created some geopolitical uncertainty among some nations allied with Russia. While the prospect of a gold-backed BRICS currency will provide significant support to gold, some analysts expect it will take time before the impact is felt in the market. Then it gets into more with what it really means to gold. I am seeing this more as what it means to the U.S. dollar. U.S. dollar is the world reserve currency. Any country that wants to pay back a loan to either the IMF or any international bank, they must pay it back in U.S. dollars. All trading is done in U.S. dollars. If you want to buy oil, you have to buy it in U.S. dollars. And the U.S. will then weaponize this by using this against countries that they, they don't like. For instance, Russia, they no longer allow Russia to trade rubles for U.S. dollars. So they have a tough time buying things. Well, what happens is you have countries that will accept Russia rubles as payment for goods. Russia turned around and said, hey, if you want to buy our natural gas, you have to buy it in rubles. We will not accept U.S. dollars for it. We will only accept Russian rubles. So that has actually propped up their currency by us you trying to use the dollar as a weaponization. This is also why the U.S. government and the feds are able to print U.S. dollars 
dollars into infinity because everybody needs the U.S. dollars. I've heard a lot of pundits say that we're going to be like the Reimark uh, Republic, where it was it cost a million dollars to buy a, a loaf of bread. There, there is a story, maybe an urban legend, where someone had a wheelbarrow full of cash and they took it down to the bakery and they went inside to transact with the the baker to buy the loaf with all the dollars and the, all the German currency that's in the wheelbarrow. And when they came out, someone had dumped the currency on the ground and stole the wheelbarrow. That is it, what the pundits have saying we, was going to happen to the American dollar. I've been hearing this for 20 years. The reason it is to happen is because we're the world's reserve currency. So I always use this analogy. Think about if you have a checkbook and you only have $1,000 in your checking account. However, every time you write out a check, no one ever cashes that check. And you know no one's ever going to cash that check. Well, at that point, it doesn't matter you have a thousand dollars in your bank account. You you have infinity. You have an unlimited amount of money if you write a check and no one ever acts demands payment. Well, that's the U.S. dollar. No one ever demands payment from the U.S. dollars that we give because everybody needs it. That's the reason we can keep on printing it. Well, what happens when the U.S. dollar is no longer the world's reserve currency? Because with the economy worldwide heading towards oblivion with inflation running amok in almost every country, and we're just printing more and more dollars, which devalues how much a dollar is worth. I think from 100 years ago, a dollar, one dollar bill is really worth about one cent compared to what it was able to buy 100 years ago. You, you get less and less for your money. I've always said that whichever currency comes out first as gold back will become the world reserve currency. And a gold back currency, what that means is that these nations or group of nations will say, we peg our currency to gold. So if you give us one ounce of gold, we will give you X amount of our currency. So right now, gold is worth about $1,957. So let's say just $2,000 for sake of discussion. That if the U.S. was backed by gold, that you give us one ounce of gold, the U.S. government will give you $2,000. Or if you give them $2,000, they give you one ounce of gold. It's just an even swap for that. So whatever the price of gold is, that the U.S. dollar is pegged to that, and you can easily interchange that. But right now, U.S. dollar is backed by nothing other than the faith and confidence in the U.S. dollar. If Ricks decides to back their currency, let's say they make it at 5000 that you give them one ounce of gold, they give you $5,000 worth of bricks. All of a sudden, that becomes stabilized, that they could only print up so much money based on how much gold reserve they have. So if someone comes in and gives them $5,000 for an ounce of gold and they lose an ounce of gold out of their currency, that $5,000 that you gave them has to go in the storage closet and can't be used or handed back out until someone gives them another ounce of gold and then they can put that $5,000 of bricks back into circulation. That's the way it works. And it stabilizes an economy. So I'm going to theorize on what would happen if the U.S. is no longer the world reserve currency. So I am on the World Economic Forum. This is weforum.org. This article is dated June 27, 2016. The, he the headline is A Short History of the British Pound. And it goes into basically where the pound was back in its origins in ancient Rome. And then it gets into a lot of different history that I'm not going to go to. And what I'm going to go to is in 17... 
17. Sir Isaac Newton, who was the master of the mint, set gold price to 4.25 pounds. So it was backed by gold and it had the equivalency. So it set basically the price of gold or how much gold you could get for every dollar. And I'm going to go through here. And in 1914, the United Kingdom suspended the gold standard so it could support its war efforts. And that's World War One. And at that time, one pound was equivalent to $4.70. So if you had one British pound, you if you came to America, you basically could buy $4.70 worth of U.S. goods. Or if you wanted, if you went to Britain and you wanted to buy one pound, you'd have to spend $4.70 to get that one pound and buy one pound of merchandise. And you can see then in 1925, it dropped, it went up a little bit to one pound was got you $4.86. And then it started coming down in 31. And in 19... 19- 44, we had the Bretton Woods Agreement, and I'm on investopedia.com, and I'm going to just show you a quick little, as a little infographics, the Bretton Woods Agreement, an agreement under which gold was the basis for the U.S. dollar and other currencies were pegged to the U.S. dollar's value. The Bretton Woods Agreement was negotiated in July 1944 by delegates from 44 countries at the United Nations Monetary and Financial Conference held in Bretton Woods, New Hampshire, thus the name Bretton Woods Agreement. This is at the end end of the Second World War. We were the dominant military power. Every other country knew Germany was losing because of us. We were massive economy, building massive amounts of military equipment. We were about to drop the atomic bomb. Now, obviously, these people at this time probably did not know that, but they knew Germany was losing the war because of us, because of what America has done. It wasn't because of Britain. So Britain, it was no longer the world superpower. It was America. Russia was not a superpower. We were the lone superpower. And we probably just twisted everybody's arm to say, we will make the U.S. dollar the world's reserve currency. So just jumping back to the the short history of the British pound, back in 1914, it was one British pound was equivalent to $4.70. Today, one British pound will get you $1.30 of US dollars. So right now, one British pound will get you $1.30 of the American dollar. The British pound has lost two thirds of its value in less than 100 years years after losing its status as a world's reserve currency. And we can see here in 1967, which was about 20 years after, 25 years after Bretton Woods, it was down to one pound was worth $2.40, half its value. So pretty much within a short period of time, it lost half of its value. And then in 1971, I'm on Wikipedia and it talks about the Nixon shock. And this is some things that Nixon did that really hurt the economy or made it boom a little bit, but he suspended the Bretton's Wood Agreement because Bretton Woods backed or stabilized the dollar to gold and then everybody would peg to the US dollar. Well, in 1971, he suspended the gold back standard, pretty much what Great Britain did in 1914. And we saw the decline after that. And we then became the petrodollar. We worked out an agreement with the OPEC nations to say, we will provide 
provide you military support if you only accept payment for oil in the U.S. dollar. This allowed us to continue to be the world reserve currency without being backed by gold. And then we also convinced the world banks to only accept payments and loans to different countries in the U.S. dollars. Hence, we were the dominant political power, and then we could weaponize the U.S. dollar against countries we did not like. Well, all that's going away. Saudi Arabia, uh, I think it was about two years ago, signed a military pact with Russia. Russia is now going to provide them military support, and we're being pushed aside. And you look at what's happened in the Middle East. We went into Iraq, not because of weapons of mass destruction, or not because of 9-11, We went into Iraq because Saddam Hussein decided to start selling oil in other currencies besides the U.S. dollar. We overthrew Gaddafi because Gaddafi had the Chinese in there drilling oil and was going to start accepting currencies other than the U.S. dollar for their oil. We had him overthrown and killed. So we've let all the OPEC nations know and all the countries that have oil, you better accept the U.S. dollars or we're going to come in there and have you overthrown, or we'll come and invade. It is basically the old mob racket of where they sell, quote, protection for your store, and the protection is against themselves, not against outsiders harming you, but the mob itself coming in and trashing your business. My theory is that if BRICS does actually announce a currency that is backed by gold, pegged to the gold, and we have 44 other nations that want to be part of them, we're going to be squeezed out. Now, we still have the military power, but depending on what happens with Russia and China standing up to us, we're not going to invade Russia or China. Now, we're actually using the Ukraine war to try to destroy Russia, but if China invades Taiwan, there's nothing we can do. I mean, we can help them out some, but we're limited. Will we really get involved? I don't think we will. So my concern is if that if BRICS actually does do this and back a currency by gold, it is the death nail for the U.S. dollar as the world reserve currency. And if we lose world reserve currency status, everything in America that is bought from overseas, we're going to see double, triple, quadruple in price in a very short period of time. Because all of a sudden, our roosters are going to come home to roost from all these trillions and trillions of dollars that we printed up in thin air for quantitative easing. That part of the devaluing of the dollar is going to be realized very, very quickly. Very fascinating. And also, it shows me why we need to be looking at different cryptocurrencies, especially Bitcoin. I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist. I know people that are. At the same time, Bitcoin, I can see as being a store of value because Bitcoin is Bitcoin. You can buy Bitcoin in any currency. You can sell Bitcoin in any currency. You can buy it in yuan. You can sell it in yuan. You can buy it in U.S. dollars. You can sell it in U.S. dollars. You can buy it in pesos, sell it in pesos. So the if the U.S. dollar becomes worthless, you can if you hold Bitcoin, you can sell it for euro. You can sell it for British pounds. You can sell it for this BRICS currency that's backed by gold and then spend your money that way. Either way, very fascinating topic and only time will tell how this will play out. I'm not an economist. I'm just understanding history and I understand how history repeats itself. And I'm sure people with a lot better knowledge and a stronger knowledge or economists can give a better explanation or a more detailed explanation of what's going to happen in probably better timelines. But at a high level, I think I'm very accurate in what I'm predicting here. We'll just have to see how this plays out. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stopping the sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting the line.
for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.